started hey guys welcome back to another episode of call me crazy y'all can call me baz it's a brand new week we have a new guest i've been waiting for so long to have her here and it's happening and i'm so excited we are joined by christine and i was gonna be like what can we call you but i just said today i was like we're joined by christine <laughs> i couldn't wait um and for anyone who's been following my journey and just in terms of wellness, you'll know that she played such a big part in just shifting the whole, like leveling me up in my whole wellness journey in the last year. Um, she's a personal trainer, student, um, and becoming a doctor in chiropractic medicine. You also have a huge online presence when it comes to like fitness and just being creative with your fitness which is what like attracted me to you first like you made fitness look so freaking wavy and fun and just sick so um I don't know if there's anything else you want to add I know you have so much more to it because as soon as I got to know you I was like wow this girl is way deeper than any of this but yeah, yeah welcome thank you thank you no you got it you you said a good general you know um glimpse of me I guess we'll get to know more during the interview yeah now there's definitely a lot more to you which I love but um I guess we could just start with a lot of people know you because of being this workout um fitness online presence <clears throat> but I know that that wasn't always the case and there's always a beginning to a story and I kind of wanted to know where that journey began or even where that um that passion started yeah so yeah so everyone knows me because of fitness I would say um and a so I've done interviews and I've gave them all the same freaking answer but because you're my girl <laughs> and it's not that I lied but I didn't say the whole truth okay okay so Ooh, this is what I tell everyone first you heard it here first you heard it here first um okay so what everyone knows is it started when I was younger I started playing soccer at four years old and so I've always been athletic I've always played sports in elementary and high school um I pay, played competitive soccer and every other sport under the sun you know those people that just play every sport and they just do athletic the thing and they excel, yeah. yeah so then um once I stopped playing soccer competitively I got into like, I was lost in the sauce. I'm like, mm. I don't know what to do. I was young. I was like 16, 17. And I was like, I don't know what to do because my whole life from four to 16 was devoted to this game. You know, all my off time was practice, was um, training, was soccer, you know? Um, and then... I stopped everything. I stopped going to the gym. I didn't watch soccer. I didn't play soccer. I cut myself off from a lot of people that I was close to. Um, and then when I went to university, I was fucking around with a soccer ball, or whatever. And then someone saw me like, yo, like you should come uh, try out the da da da. 
And I'm like, nah. I'm like, if I'm not playing in the States, I'm not playing. Like, that was in my head. I had hella pride. I'm like, fuck this. Um, and then second year university came. And then I went back to the gym. And I, okay, so this is the exclusive information. <laughs> I went back into the gym more heavy because I got into a relationship with a guy who was playing football. And I was like, there's no way that this guy is training to be the to be in the best shape of his life. And I'm, I'm not contributing or I'm not um, becoming the best version of myself. You know what I mean? So I'm like, if this is a partnership, I'm going in too, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, go crazy in the gym. So then I started training back in the gym. Um, and then like my training style was always different. It was always athletic and I'd be the person in the gym. Like, of course, at first I was self-conscious, all of that, just because it's like a bunch of juice heads and I'm a little short Asian. And it's like, what? Yeah. Um, but even though I didn't look like them, people would still come up to me and be like, like, what are you training for? Like, why are you going so hard? Da, da, da. It was always just different, you know? Um, but yeah, that's that's when I started going heavy, heavy, heavy. So that was about like four or five years ago. Wow. But I've always trained. I've always like. Yeah. I love that. Honestly, I can. I can relate to that to some degree of like, sometimes you got to find motivation in, in different yeah. things, you know, yeah. it depends on your season of life. Uh, yeah, it really, sometimes it could be as like, as small as like, you see someone training for something and you're like, yo, I want to do that. Or, you know, it's just, there's different things. Mm-hmm. But um, do you find that your relationship with your body and working out evolved like through the years or it was always like a positive relationship oh of course like um the thing with working out is it's all about evolution and that evolution transfers to everything that you do right Mm -hmm. um so for me when it started I wasn't it wasn't that I was I hated my body Mm -hmm. it wasn't none of that um hate but it was like I I wanted better for myself. Like I didn't love the way that I looked and I wanted to look better. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's the same thing that you were saying of the season you're in. Mm -hmm. Um, When it first started, that season that I was in was all for physical. Right. It was like, I just want to look better. Mm -hmm. This guy is training and he's, he looks amazing. I want to look great too and feel great. And then the season changed to where it was like, okay, I look great. I feel great, but now people are um, tuning into my journey. So it was like this kind of like leadership role of like, okay, like mm-hmm. these people fuck with me. I can't let them down now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it changed to another season of like, I was done university and then I got into doctorate school and it's like, I need it to stay sane because school was literally sucking the life out of me. And it's like, I just need to go to the gym to tune out. And then the season changed again. And it was like a toxic relationship, you know, like everything, it was constantly evolving, Mm -hmm. but for the, for your specific question of, um, body image and things like that, I never hated how I looked, but I always was progressing to look better. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. And you said something so 
powerful working out played different roles in your life when you needed it. And uh-huh. I, that's something a lot of um might relate to, but not con- on a conscious level where like, it's not always about looking good. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. about making you feel better. Sometimes about, you know, tending to your mental health. Sometimes it could be like that one thing that helps you escape or mm-hmm. you know, think there's different, it, that relationship you have with working out in your body can serve different purposes. Sometimes it really comes down to like making sure you're healthy because now your lifestyle needs it. Um, and you helped me a lot with that part where like I definitely struggle with body image. I struggled with not necessarily my biggest thing was like I struggled with how I saw working out. I saw working out as punishment, I saw working out as a negative thing, as something that was used to change something that wasn't good enough. You know, mm-hmm. you work out because you don't feel good enough. So when I'm working out, I'm thinking, like, damn, like it's reinforcing the idea of you're not good enough. But you never you actually helped me switch that narrative and like, no, it this has nothing to do with that. It's really about just feeling good and, you know, celebrating your body and making sure you feel mm-hmm. good and just having fun. Like it is not even about how you look. End of the day, it's really just do you feel good after this workout? So that super helped me. Yeah, like for you especially, I think it was the first session that we had. I was just asking you a little bit about yourself and you told me a lot that I never knew. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, I was like, okay, I need to I need to attack her training, her programming mm-hmm. in such a different, mm-hmm. like I need to have a different perspective coming into this, right? Because it was like, you had such a, it was like pretty negative mm-hmm. um, associate, like, there was a negative association with working out. Mm-hmm. And so for you, like um, when it came to your programming, I really wanted to focus on, let's just get stronger. Let's focus on these movements. Let's mm-hmm. like, just focus on having fun and making it more athletic and stuff like that. And then next thing, you know, I remember it was like October, September, we took that picture. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. We never was like, we never were like, okay, how much do you weigh now, you know, mm-hmm. or like, how do you look like da, da, da. Mm-hmm. it was always like, yo, you couldn't do that last week, and you're killing it this week, you know, or like, we just make shit harder, we make shit funner. And then next thing you know, the byproduct is like a crazy body. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was just like, yes, that was the whole like, obviously, it wasn't the point of just looking good. But it was like, that is it. Like, yeah. that's what I love yeah yeah yo you're gonna make me emotional on the podcast that's great <laughs> but no it's so true um wow my brain just went into mush mode like I can't even remember what I was gonna say because I was like yes yes that was the 30 uh, but yeah it very much was like um and I've had situations where I've been in like boot camps training had you know significant others play a role of like helping me train and the common denominator was this idea of like, let me drill that, like this tough love mentality, which, you know, is great. And I definitely grew up with tough love, but in a setting where it's so sensitive, it actually turned me off from working out. So it would be like, oh, why are you eating that? Or, you know, come on, how are you going to think you're going to get to your goal if you're not doing, like, it was more like negative talk where you would be literally it was it's so crazy because it's you would think it would be 
not that big of a difference, but the the actually instead of negative reinforcement, you were doing the positive reinforcement, and that just changed it for me. And like like you said, it just naturally happened. And then there's days where I'm like, yo, I miss working out. Like who who would have thought I would say? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was at I was at physio the other day, and he's giving me um different exercises. I'm like, yo, can we throw in a push up? And he's like, like come on. And he looked at me crazy. He's like, no one's ever asked me that. I was like, yo, I miss doing push-ups. <laughs> that was his only, only, only. It was so funny. And I was like, yeah, I really miss it. And it's just like, you know, my body started to enjoy this, these movements. And that was huge. You have big, especially where like I'm such an advocate on wellness and health. Like, how am I? preaching this but I'm not doing it you know like yeah. I really wanted to to do it and understand like these are robots people face all the time um so I guess we kind of spoke on it but what are things you would say to like a client or to anyone who does struggle with like starting to work out or having that negative self-talk because I, I know I hear it all the time with people close to me like damn like you know I gotta start working out like that's a constant thing like oh fuck like you know, I'm so fat or, you know, I got to start working out or I got to lose weight. But it's like, they say that, but they, it's like, you're almost creating this, like, it creates this barrier and it just gets deeper and deeper. And just to start is like a lot harder because now you have that mentality. Yeah. Um. So what would you say to someone who's just not naturally athletic or hasn't been athletic in a minute? Yeah. Well, like, we're all human, right? So mm-hmm. we're all made to move, regardless of what mm-hmm. that looks like. It all comes down to movement. It doesn't mean you have to do the crazy shit that I'm doing on Instagram or whatever. Like, it's literally just moving your body. Your body needs physically move to survive mm-hmm. and thrive. In this world, you know what I mean? And so um, for people where they want to work out, they don't know how to start, stuff like that. It really comes down to, I've said this before, but like your why, like why mm-hmm. do you want to start? And a lot of people, what the biggest barrier is, is like, I want to start working out because I hate how I look. I hate, as you said, like I'm fat or I'm skinny, da 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 da. And, you know, that's something I guess good to start on. If that's what gets you moving, then that's what gets you moving. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to longevity, that's not going to keep you, you know, um, working out or that's not going to keep you well and healthy. Like, there's always a spark for someone and it's different mm-hmm. for everyone. You just see someone training and it's like, oh, it's going to spark me to train or like, I hate this about myself. I'm going to take control over this and I'm going to change it or I'm going to work towards whatever. But the why, as you evolve, as we just were talking about the evolution of working out, it has to evolve with you. Your why, of course, starts superficial, but as you get into it, your why needs to just be deeper. It needs to be like more true to your core and true to your values. And that's like something I can't answer for people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's that's so specific to everyone. And it's, um, trainers are here to help you and to help guide you on your journey, but they can't give you, I can't physically place a body that you want on, you know, you're going to have to put in the work, you're going to have to put in those reps, that, that consistency, and that's all on you, 
it's your life, it's your body. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It's like all specific to everyone. Okay. That's part of your, I guess that's just part of your wellness journey. Cause you want it to, my biggest thing, another thing I, I probably mentioned was I wanted it to be sustainable. I didn't want to like work out, you know, lose some weight, feel good in my body, and then that's it. Like, yeah. that's really not what I want. Even though, like, right now, we'll get to this part of the question of, like, I'm kind of dormant with my <laughs> workout routine because, you know, the world. Um, I wanted it to be sustainable. This desire to want to work out and this, um, you know, this want to work out is still there, but in a positive way, not in a guilt way. Yeah. So that definitely played a role. And I guess what would you say has helped you um, I know it's a little different because you were always athletic, but you know, you've been around people and you're super observant. What do you think someone can do to kind of make it more um, part of just their lifestyle versus I work out now, you know? Um, this comes down to, you know, you make time for things that you want that goes to anything like mm. you need to section out time your day to dedicate yourself. And it obviously comes down to why of like, want to be healthy want to just feel good and I don't want people to think like movement and working out they're one in the same you know like working out doesn't always have to look so crazy doesn't always have to look if working out for you means going on a walk and then just doing a couple movements after that's that is great it's better than nothing mm-hmm. you know what I mean so like stick to something that you and can do and that you can accomplish don't overshoot once you overshoot then and you don't accomplish it that's just another barrier that you have to get over doing little things and sticking to it and then gradually adding more things on it's a pan it's a panoramic it's hard out here you know it's hard out here don't be too hard on yourself yeah a lot man like Mm -hmm. Just do some little stuff and then add more on. Yeah. No, that and that's so true. Honestly, like just moving your sometimes just dancing in front of your mirror <clears throat> or going for a walk, like, is really the beginning. And then you know, you slowly build on that. And I don't remember the saying, but it's something like a, making something part of your routine is easier than making it a habit because eventually it becomes a habit. Uh-huh. Um, so like literally planning it. And I and you know what, like, that is very much what kind of helped me, because it's, like, having the accountability of having to show up, because, you know, financially, I invested in working out, and then I also invested in your time, I'm thinking, whoa, Christine drove here, I need to show up, like, I need to be late, I need to really, like, make this worth the time, and, like, that's something now that I still have to kind of, like, work on, is, like, being accountable for myself now, not just because you were there to hold the, that space of accountability. Um, yeah. But that comes with time, right? So yeah. I'm still learning that. Um, in terms of the whole panoramic situation, <laughs> um, what has helped you, I guess, adapt or you would say to someone like, low-key, I'm at, when I say someone, I low-key mean me. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to someone? <laughs> how to like still make working out part of their day-to-day or like at least weekly um because it is really hard like not 
we don't really have access to the gym. We can't really go outside. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now. Well, like for you, okay, see, see, now that you said, well, this is for me, like, Loki. <laughs> for you, like, bro, you know what to do. You know what to do. Like, and I saw your dad's freaking basement, bro. Like, what the I heck? I know. Um, but no, it's you. It's like, as we just said, it's just dedicating that time and scheduling it in. We, me and you are the same. We like have our schedules for the next two weeks. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's putting that in the agenda and dedicating to it and checking it off your list. We know how good it feels to check shit off the list. You know what I mean? So like putting it in the list, um, making that time. And then like for you, you know what to do. You know the warm up. You know the workout. You know? Like it's all in your head. It's just getting out of your head and moving your body. Yeah. That's so true. Simple. Like, there's know. no point in overcomplicating things. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I literally have it written down. Like you dead ass sent me like one or two workouts, but I literally look at them like <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up. What are you? <laughs> no but it's true like I think it really comes down like it's starting starting to me is always the hardest part and showing up and sometimes not thinking about it and just doing it exactly planning it into my schedule and you know what also helps like literally putting on your workout clothes and it's like yo I cannot take these off and I didn't work out like that's so dead like my god looking up putting on your workout clothes and then doing your work, whatever. And it's like, okay, now it's time to work out. I have my gear on already. Let's go. So true. That is so true. That is so, so true, actually. Yeah. That level of accountability. Because I'm going to feel like a bum if I take that off and I go. You know? Yeah. I will feel like a bum. Like, <laughs> that. Really? We're really doing this right now. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, like, it, it really comes down to, like, being accountable, but not but finding that balance of like not punishing yourself. And I think that's really what um, I learned with you is like creating this positive relationship with working out. And it really starts with the mind. I think you always told me that. And that was huge for me because I'm here talking about the mind, the mind, the mind. But it's like, oh, really? Like, damn, okay, I could do that. Um, And you know this, but of course people listening in sometimes see it as two separate things. But the body and the mind are so important together, which is like why I love coming together with you. Cause it's like, we both occupy these spaces. And then when we have conversations, like that ass when we have, when we used to train, like we'd be talking about like books we read, you know, like everything. So I'm here like feeding my mind, but I'm also taking care of my body. So yo, it was on some, it was, it was great. It was great. I would walk away fueled, but um, yeah, like you've probably seen it in clients and, you know, for yourself, how important it is to incorporate um, the physical aspect if you really want to feel good and Mm. vice versa. So I feel like for trainers, especially one thing about us is I'm not going to speak too much on transactions, but it's more like to be a good trainer, you need to be a visionary and you need to see the potential in people because majority of the time people are coming to you to be their trainer because they don't see it in themselves Mm. you know and so you need to be such regardless of what you're going through as a trainer 
you need to put all that shit to the side and be so present. I like, yo, with training, I don't take it lightly. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm taking you on, I'm part of your life now, Mm -hmm. you know, and that hour or two that we have, I want to be fully and totally present there with you because that person is going through such, I'm not going to say a hard time, but it's not what we do isn't easy as like what I'm putting you through isn't easy. And so I need to be there to speak life into you and to, you know, uplift you and get you through these workouts because a lot of the time, I'm sure you can um, like relate to this is like, I'd say, okay, this is what we're doing. And then a lot of people are like, whoa, I can't do that. You know, or it's like, whoa, I I can't push that weight. And it's like, yes, you can. Mm -hmm. You've done this. I've seen you do this. Your form is impeccable in this. We can do this, Mm -hmm. you know? And then that then that's why I love working out. I love training is because that translates to everything else, you Mm -hmm. know, like pushing past a physical barrier is one thing, but when you push past that mental barrier, it's like nothing can limit you. There is no limits to anything. And that's why I love seeing it in clients after they finish that workout. They're like, oh, and it's like, yes, you see that we can do that with everything now. That's what I love. That's what I love. And like with you, that's why I have utmost respect because the demeanor that you've had from when I met you to when we were to our last session is like a whole different person even our conversations were different and like you showing up to training was different. Like it was seeing that evolution of you. And like, that has nothing to do with physical is all in your mind. And like, that is what like, I love. That's what it's all about. Yo, I'm hype. I want to go run around now. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's true. Cause I remember the first day, like, I literally thought I was going to be sick. I was like, I... We're dumb for this. I was so... And I text you, I'm like, yo, I'm so scared. I don't know why I'm scared. (laughs) Everything in me is just like, I don't know about this. Meanwhile, like, in in the whole process, by the end, I'm like, yo, looking forward to it. Like, you know, thinking about, like, how, like, how much stronger I've gotten. You know, I'm thinking about, yo, I'm excited to see Christine. I'm excited to do this. Or even that moment where you would give me a workout and I would literally look at you and laugh. Like I would dead ass be like, ha, like, you know, I'd be dying. And then I'm doing it. And I'm like, yo, like, I'd be looking at you and you're like, yeah, you're doing it. And I'm like, yo, I'm doing it. Like, it's crazy. Um, So that part was definitely like, I could see even being on the other end, like that rush, you're like, holy. And that built my confidence. I think those were, it wasn't necessarily how my body like, it was just seeing the barriers that I was crossing. I was like, well, shit, like I could do that. That's crazy, you yeah. know? And then regardless of how my body was looking, it was more about like me breaking through these barriers that really has this like long-term like confidence because, you know, my body is going to change. But it's like, no, I know I, I can do that. I have done. Um, but yeah, no, wow. Great times. Great times. <laughs> I'm excited to summertime 2021. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. But before we wrap up, I definitely want to know, there's so much more to you than just being this amazing trainer and 
just influence. Um, I know you have so much, like, it's so crazy because I know people say, oh, yeah, there's so much, like, you literally have so much, like, to you. You take care of everything. Like, we could talk about everything in terms of spirituality, emotional intelligence, psychology, you know, even down to just, like, music and stuff. Like, you're a very grounded person in general. Um, but I just wanted to know what has influenced you or like impacted you. Um, and it could be an, it could be a person, it could be a book, it could be a song, um, within the last, like, I guess, couple of months or this year, uh, in your journey, just overall holistic wellness. Like for like my totality, you mean? Yeah. In your, in your wellness journey. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'll speak on the most recent, I guess. Okay, so I feel like what influenced me the most was a breakthrough. No, no, no. Okay, so um, what influenced me the most? I'm just being blunt. This is B's podcast. I don't give a fuck. We've been a hundred for these motherfuckers. Yeah. Okay, so it was getting. So when I met you, you already know what I was going through a bit. Um, but it was getting out of. The, like a very toxic relationship mm-hmm. in finding myself again and when I found myself again it was 360 like the people that I was attracting to my life like you and all my other clients and my friends and opportunities it was just like abundance manifestation just health wellness happiness peace love and that was all stemming from inside of me and like realizing that because I don't want to get too much in the relationship talk because I know that's not what we're here for but it's like when you are in relationships are very I don't know I don't feel like our generation downplays the importance of relationship especially romantic relationships you are literally combining yourself with one person whether you know it or not and you like are devoting a lot of yourself to that person and when it isn't serving you and it it isn't reciprocating the things that you give back Mm -hmm. to you that is a very draining very like Mm -hmm. it really holds back your true potential you know what I mean and like once I separated myself from that man finding myself was I've just been every day is like beautiful every day is so light every day is so like it's a gift like life is a gift being healthy is a gift you know I find joy in literally everything and you could read all the, you know me, I read hella books, I listen to hella podcasts, da, da, da. you can do all of that. But if you can't find that source in yourself, it almost doesn't matter. Yeah. Ooh. You know, so like, Ooh. I could give you books, I have, I have fucking top 10 lists of books that have changed my life. But I've read those books in the worst of my times. And like, nothing compares to finding myself again and nothing compares to like the love I have for myself Mm -hmm. because then that just exudes into everything else and everybody else around you 
and there's nothing that can compare to that mm. you know no song no no book no no mm. nothing it's all you it is all inside of you yeah you're the source you are that's, the source. that's so real that's crazy because I think 2020 I definitely needed healing and we you played such a big part in my healing process but to see you also healing was just like whoa like you know like attracts like that's what like it was crazy it was just like we were feeding as much as it was a service as and as much as it was working out whatever we were feeding into each other yeah you know and like I it's like weird it's like if you think about it, it's just like we were just becoming whole while we're training. Like it was it was crazy. And like I remember posting that picture and literally within 24 hours, um, the person who had hurt me the most had messaged me. Yeah. Like I'm like, look at that full circle. And I literally. really just don't even want to respond to you. So I'm like crazy. Uh, when maybe when I began when I started that journey like they played a big role in why I started it so really crazy how the universe does that but um I agree it's almost like I was trying to think of an analogy I don't even know if this would make sense but it's like it's literally like working out but you still eat McDonald's every day like there's no way of working out if you're still gonna treat yourself and the the temple that you're trying to make better is not you know it, it isn't there to even have that foundation I think the source if you're feeding it it's great you have to feed it to be able to build on it first and foremost you're feeding it with the source of just pure light and love and um I do think our generation our generation plays down romantic relationships like it's it's actually the effect it has is od like yeah I don't play with none of that I don't even friends like I'm honored to call you a friend and like I don't call just anyone a friend like to take on that to do that is like you I'm not linking my energy to you yeah you know and I'm not gonna I'm not about to fuck myself over heck no like you know it's so like it's way deeper than this it's way deeper and like your peace is your priority that's like a big thing that I'm learning and like what you what you surround yourself with what you're consuming in every sense will dictate your opportunities, will dictate your abundance, will dictate like your quality of life. So the fact that the people, which are probably the biggest energy sources in our life, like if you really take it in, we're just you know, not even being selective of or we're downplaying or we're almost making it mockery of like re- like relationships. Like obviously I follow all those toxic sites. <laughs> I don't see reading it too. I'm not gonna lie. Like I've been reading it and laughing, and then I'm thinking, like, damn, like this is really how we all see it, and like, yeah, it's so sad because this is not what I want, and I that's know. The thing. Yeah, that's what I always say. Like people that know me, I'm like, I'm fuck. Like if there's one thing that scares me, it's that. Yeah. It's like that is like love and like relationships because it's like we all make a mockery of it, but the after effects of it is crazy I'm not playing that I've experienced it I'm not gonna do that again Mm -mm. and that's true like I think sometimes we don't realize like everything I'm reading this book it's called um called daring greatly Mm. someone uh, recommended it to me 
and it's that there's the most everybody wants love like end of the day that's why yeah. we do everything we do and the only thing that makes the, the human experience worth having is feeling yet we mock that experience so exactly much. so weird because it's like we all want this yet we mock it and we mock someone who wants this in the healthiest way like and then we call that strength and yeah. then we call that independence and then we call that this and that no that's literally the opposite yeah it's mad weird like not being vulnerable is like strength but you're vulnerable yeah it's, it's very backwards and I agree it is very scary which is why like now my approach with a lot of things is like yo I need to be your friend even the friendship like I need to make sure I master how to be a friend like a good friend and have good friends so that I can even know what it to build a partnership with them exactly exactly crazy um but yeah like wow see look at us who would have thought who would have thought I love it um is there anything you wanted to add about just the whole relationship with working out uh, physical health um on the topic Mm, I know everyone says it but man at the end of the day do it for you you know if you don't find that fire in you to like do it don't do it you're just gonna yeah lead yourself up to disappointment you know but whatever you want to do just freaking do it like it's so simple just do it less talk more do and like it all comes down to you man it's your life so it is it really is end of the day Simple. simple it's really that simple damn um so I usually wrap up with a small joy. Uh, it doesn't have to be that deep, but it could be anything that's just made you happy. The last a small joy. Yeah. Small joy is being on this podcast and it being Sunday. That is beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yes. Honestly, my small joy was like reconnecting with you because I, you know, when you say you miss someone, but then when you see them, you're like, holy shit. Like I freaking miss them in my life. Literally. Yeah, that's my small joy. You know, once this panoramic is done, I swear. It's over. I'm actually, I'm going to make a whole, like, fund for, like, investing. Because you said this to me. You said the most, I think you you said something like this. Like, the best thing you can invest in is yourself, right? So, like, that's how I see when it comes to, like, fitness, you know, paying people for this service. Like, you're literally investing, yeah, in their service, but you're investing in yourself. So, to me, it's, like, they're literally bringing you, you're going to walk way better. Yeah. It's very small services that you're going to get will literally walk way better. You know, That's like, something. yeah. And it, a lot of it is temporary. This one's not. Exactly. Like you need to honor your vessel. You need to respect mm-hmm. your vessel and really be grateful and have gratitude for health, you know, because like a lot of us, especially being our in our twenties, I know this was supposed to wrap up. Here we go. Continuing anyways. Um, a lot of us, especially in our 20s, we were striving for, you know, growing businesses and like monetary gain and growing our brand and da, 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 da. But you can't do none of this without your vessel. So you need to respect your vessel and be grateful for your vessel and really just like fine tune your vessel so that you can accomplish everything that you want to do. Because without it, you can't do anything. 
you know, you can't fulfill your soul's purpose. You can't do, you can't do anything. Yeah. You can't, and you can't reach the full potential. Cause like you said, at the end of the day, you're the source. So everything is an extension of you. Exactly. So make sure you're good for every step. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. I'm so excited for this episode. Um, where can we find you? Do you have any, I know you have something upcoming. Um, it'll be wrapping up the day it airs, but I still want you to share a little bit about it because I'm so proud of it. I'm oh, thank you. Yeah, where can we find you? Um, project? Yeah, so like just Instagram right now, um, christine.prz on Instagram. And once this airs, my scholarship will be done. It, like applications will be closed. So then I'll start reading them. Me and my team will start reading them and going through like choosing the winner, all that. Um, but yeah, I have the one of one scholarship fund, which I really was, I've had this in my head for the past two years. Um, and I wanted to launch it once I was done school, just because of course, like, you know, you want to get your business running, you want to do all this and that. And then you think, okay, I'm in good financial space to now give back to community. But, um, as I said, under the post, if, if 2020, 2020 taught me anything it's that like life is not promised and like by the grace of God I was able to work during 2020 and I know a lot of people that weren't and so with like full gratitude what I'm doing is just like giving back to people that are in my position because I know how hard it is I know how hard it is to be in school to be in this education system that you know, I don't even think they root for people like us, you know, um, it's hard and like, it's already hard going to school, but now to teach yourself and to not have a job and now to be stuck in isolation with, you know, whoever it is that you're with, all those compounding factors are hard. It just makes a hard situation harder. So my intention going into this was I'm grateful for everything that I've been able to do in such a like trying year. And I want to give that back because like, what's the point of gaining the world if like you lose yourself and like lose your soul. So, yeah. Okay. I'm going to link it all. Um, I'm really excited. I know this is literally the beginning. Like we, we said this, I feel like in one of our last, like, I know what you're about to say. Yeah, like, this is only the beginning. Like, we are very much the next generation to hopefully impact, like, what it means to just be, like, in these spaces, but also what it means to be, like, a person. Like, you know, growing up in Toronto, like, yeah, we have role models, but I would be so proud if my sister, like, looked up to you as a role model. You know what I mean? Like, that's a big thing to me. Like, these are, like, I want that for our generation. I want people like you to occupy that space because it's like, I know that it could change that narrative for a lot of people. So thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. The feeling is, you already know, man, my love runs so deep for you. This is, I think this what you're doing is beautiful. Everything that you do is so intentional and I love everything that you do. Thank you. All right, guys. So you know where to find us at Call Me Crazy Pod. You can find me at Be For Real. We air Sundays and Tuesdays on Key Radio. And we'll see y'all next week.
crazy. 